word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's word of the day is toodle. T-O-O-T-L-E. Toodle. A verb meaning to pro to move or proceed in a leisurely way. So toodle. Toodles. Yeah, well, I, I think that's what that might mean. Is toodles is just, hey, you're going to walk away very slowly? Like toodles, look at him toodling away. Hmm. But yeah, so toodle is the word of the day. We'll try and work that in. Uh, absolutely no promises with that. But um, yeah. All right, good show today. Again, great show. A great show. Don't undersell right. it. Don't, Don't ever undersell your it's own show. It's a fantastic show. A loaded show today. we got so much to talk about. Uh, got some good talking points here around the NFL, some golf, maybe some basketball. Or, no, we are going to do some basketball. Tim Brown will be about, uh, stopping by, give us a stat of the day, three up, three down. Maybe review some UFC if he remembers. And then we've got winners and losers, and then a pop culture update uh, that includes uh, a remote Brendan Flanagan. So, Ooh. you ready? Yep. Let's, Let's get it on. Report gas bags with fun facts. The podcast by regular Joes for regular Joes. Sponsorship free because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth, joined in the garage by my friend and co-host Matteo Poverari. Hey, hey, hey! It's oh, Fat Halbert. Oh my God, we're really gonna run with this, aren't we? Uh, how's it going, Matteo? Everything's been good. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna stick in character there. Oh, it's been going no, good. no, no! I can't. I, uh, I don't want to ruin Flan's impression. What kind of candy you got? Uh, I'm sick, so. Oh, okay. So you yeah. stay far, far away over mm. there on the other we'll side. We'll see. We'll see. I'm playing hurt. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't want to go on the IL list. We appreciate. It. It's so funny how they change that, like the injury list now, because you can't say it's the disabled list. It's we still gotta, weird when I look at. It. Every time I see it on fantasy, PC. I'm like, what the hell is IL? Yeah. Oh man. Well, you know, whatever makes them happy, whatever makes them feel like they're making a difference. Um, I mean, they'll still be the old heads that'll refer to it as the disabled list mm. or the DL. I never actually really called it the disabled list. I always just referred yeah, to it, it as the DL. And mm. if you knew, you knew. And if you didn't, 
then you found out and maybe you got offended and that's why you're like, we need to change that. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Uh, good show today. Let's start off with the talking points. Uh, I got a couple here. Uh, you want to go football, golf, or basketball? Let's go golf. Okay. So uh, a little something happened today. Tiger Woods won the Masters. And let me just say this. From somebody who didn't uh, actually, no, let's, let's praise Tiger first before I, before I go ripping off the hot takes. Uh, fifth master, or fifth master's victory. First since when? Uh, 2000 and, or, uh, the first master's victory or? Yes. Yes. First I, master's since 2005 uh, is what I saw oh, when it popped up. Yeah. It was okay. what SportsCenter said. Okay. Been a long time. Uh, I would like to, to throw out there that even though I don't really watch golf, like I really should, if I'm going to consider myself, you know, somebody's but or, you know, on the brink of like trying to make a move into sports media. Uh, I, not that, you know, I'll, I'll watch football, I'll watch basketball, watch baseball, hockey, golf, kind of on the bottom of the pecking order there for me. But um, I've been saying Tiger's back for a while. He's just the fact that we're talking about him, the fact that he's making these runs in tournaments. Cousin John, shout out to Cousin John and I, were saying Tiger's back before anybody else on this podcast was saying Tiger's back. And that includes you. That includes Senor Flanagan, and that includes uh, Mr. Mike Hansen, who has been on in a while, uh, but we're going to try and get him back on. But anyway, your thoughts on Tiger's Masters victory? It's incredible. <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's all it's awesome. It's, it's probably one of the greatest sports stories ever for a guy to have the longest gap ever, the comeback. A lot of it's self-inflicted, too, but for what he overcame and to have, I mean, everybody at work today that – I never knew really talked about golf was all fired up. I mean, when I saw Uncle John at the time clock, the first thing he did was he's like, Tiger, Tiger. I guess he's Uncle John to you, huh, when you guys are the same age. He's Uncle John to the, he's the front, he's the front end. He's the father okay. figure at the front end. <laughs> yeah. um, That's why I call him an uncle instead of a dad. <laughs> well, he referred to us as cousins way back in the day, so I was like, all right, I'll roll with it anyway. The man with many, many titles, uh, John Elmarini. But, yeah, so El Tigre is back. I think it's just insane that the dude's, like, how old is Tiger? Like, in his 40s? Mid, 40s. I would say mid to lower 40s. Had a back surgery. What was it? The knee issues. Uh, you know, and it's also got to be really, really tiring to go and play 18 holes of golf and then go and try and balance 18 girlfriends afterwards. So, good for Tiger. I'm glad that he was able to get back. Um who knows? Maybe Tiger should really test his luck right now. What's uh, what's his ex ex wife's name? That Swedish supermodel or whatever her name was. Oh, is it Alien? I don't know what it is. is. Shoot your shot, Tiger. Just send her a text. Just send her a text of you holding the picture, uh, holding you holding the trophy, and just sup. That's all he's got to say. Sup. See if he can get her back. Re restore the glory days. He's forty three. Forty three. Okay, uh, right in that mid to low forties. Um, I gotta be completely honest though. I don't. I didn't watch a, I didn't watch a single minute of this tournament. I got tired of everybody hyping up the Masters, whether it was mainstream media or just anything else I was seeing on Twitter. I just I I don't understand. Golf to me is one of those sports where I have way more fun playing it than I do watching it. It's a very well done broadcast from the golf tournaments that I have watched in the past where they go they bounce around from shot to shot to shot to shot. But it's like man, I just don't I guess I haven't crossed into that threshold of old man, old manhood. But then I also see, you know, on Instagram and stuff like that, there's also other college kids that are younger than me that are really, really into it. And it's just, it's got to be a regional thing, man. Like, in the South, they love golf. I noticed that, like, on Old Row and all those Instagram accounts. Um, but I just, I don't, I don't get it. 
I like it on Saturday and Sunday when it's it's hard to kind of because I don't like you. I don't watch a lot of golf, so like Thursday and Friday, even when I'm seeing leaderboards, I really don't have you know. I'm like, okay, I don't know how how much this can carry over to the real like Saturday and Sunday where they're trying to close and and figure out where they are. That's the difficult part I have. I actually maybe because I'm older, I enjoy it. <laughs> I'm you'd, probably, you'd probably carry around exact I'm, amounts of loose change in your pocket. Oh, I do not. for coffee all yeah. the time. Oh, Twenty five cents. I'm never like, never oh. know. I was like, never. I have, I have two dimes and I have a nickel. Can you please wait? <laughs> I got to fish them out of my pocket. Uh, I knew it was bad. Uh, was it last year, British Open, when it's on, and I'm excited at like twelve thirty at night. Yeah, uh, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch some golf. Gotta go to bed. Yeah, watch uh, some golf. I get some golf in. Is yeah. anything that people can hype up taking a nap in the middle of is like I when people are like, oh yeah, you, the Masters is great. You sit there on the couch all day, you watch it. You might take a nap for an hour. It's like, well, then you just missed, you know, people making their move up the leaderboard. Like what? What is so great about being able to nap during the event? You know, it's like I get pissed whenever I fall asleep during basketball games. If there's one that start, there was a couple times this year where the Warriors would be playing. And around halfway through the third quarter, I would fall asleep, and I'd wake up with about three minutes left in the game, and I would just be so mad. And it's regardless of what the score, it was just like, I wanted to watch the game. I didn't want to fall asleep. And the people that are like, oh, you could sleep while you watch golf, I'm just like, ah, get, get out of here. I don't need that. But congratulations to Tiger. A bunch of people were tweeting him. Um, congratulations, other players on the tour. It's a double-edged sword here. Your sport's now more interesting, and you're going to get more money in your prizes and great and all that. But if the, if if Tiger of old comes back and does all this, then you you y'all ain't getting that money. You know, you're you're only going to get a portion of it. He's going to be the one that gets all the big money again. I I realize that he was the one that brought it into the sport, uh, but he's going to be the one to continue to take it if if he keeps on winning. I think it's good if Tiger wins once a year at a different tournament. And then that's it. But if we're going to start seeing Tiger rip off, like where he's winning three and four tournaments a year, I mean, that's great for Tiger and, and storylines and content and all that. But if I'm a golfer in the field playing against Tiger, I only want him winning once a year just to keep it interesting, keep the money in there, but still have a chance for other people to get paid and make a name in this golf thing. I think it's fun since the talent is so good for the young guys. I mean, with, with Dustin Johnson and Fowler and Rory, to see those guys now have a chance to take on peak Tiger. Like that's peak that, tiger. Okay, I shouldn't say peak, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. but Jesus, he's back. He's yeah. back at him. He's back. I mean, okay, he's sorry, back. He, sorry. He only he only won it by what one stroke today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so oh, okay, not dominant tiger. A, a win is a win. Okay, if I learned yeah, anything not, not watching the Giants, tiger. watching that Giants eighteen yeah. inning game, a win is a win. No, oh but my. but I mean, it's that's the cool part. You start getting these dream matchups that everybody's been wanting to see. I mean, that we do with like when Kobe was kind of trying to hang on at the end, you know. It's like, yeah, we got a chance to see Tiger take on these kids. Did you see Mickelson's uh, video? That was good on, Good content. On what? Uh, is it the Twitter? Yeah, the Twitter. The Twitter? The Twitter. Um, I just opened up my Twitter, and the first thing I see is a tattoo of Nipsey Hussle's face on some chick's ass cheek. And it says, uh, that's not Nipsey, that's the grandfather from This Is Us in the quote tweet. And I thought that was funny. And then the tweet on the inside of it was saying, imagine every time you go to clap cheeks with your girl, you got to look at Nipsey's face, Easy e and left eye, because that's what she had tatted on her leg right there in that little formation. Okay. That is intimidating. <laughs> that's some pressure. I don't want that. No, thank you. Please, I'll pass on that. I don't care how much I love Nipsey Hustle. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need my girl with his face tatted on her. Okay, this video with Phil Mickelson talking about all the bombs he was going to hit. Driving up Magnolia Lane. 
there's nothing better than being in contention on the weekend of the Masters driving up Magnolia Lane. I've got a great pairing today with Matt Kuchar. Obviously, we're not going to have any side action today because uh, I'd probably see like 0.06% if I did win. But we're going to have a great day. I love his caddy, Woody. And wearing all black, being aggressive, hitting bombs. Bombs. Got to 125.1 club head speed last night. I haven't done that, I think, in my life. Why is that important? Well, because when Dave Pels ran an analysis of improving every statistical category by 10%, every category led to lower scores except longer drives. There was only one course in the world where longer drives equated to lower scores. That's right, Augusta National. So the reason is the shells are so small where the pins are that you've got to hit bombs off the tee to be able to get to those small sections. And that's what I'm going to do today. Hit bombs and attack the pin here at the Masters. Woo! Oh, man. Here All right. at the Masters. If there was any time that I would ever be interested in watching golf, it'd be after, after that video from Phil Mickelson. Uh, telling us that he's going to hit bombs. I love Phil telling us basically his exit velocity with his driver. Yeah, let me brag real quick. It's just a humble brag. And how that brag is only relative because we're playing here at the Masters. Here so at the Masters. Did that while he was pulling into the uh, parking lot of Augusta. Okay, that's it. I'm done talking golf. All right, there's other stuff out there. Congratulations to Tiger. Tiger's uh, back. You do it. Yeah, Tiger's back. But if he wins another one, this will be a bigger deal um, until the next controversy comes out. But, yeah, it's just that's that's how I treat golf. It's very important. The day of, and then it doesn't matter. It does. It won't matter tomorrow, uh, except for every other sports or outlet that's going to talk about it. Tiger Center. Yeah, but other than that, it does not matter. Um, all right, next up, you want to go football or basketball? Football. Okay. One or two? Let's do one. Number one. Future potential 49er. My guy. Nick Bosa. Maga Bear has apparently gone and deleted a whole bunch of pro-Trump tweets because he knows he'd face backlash in a liberal, heavy Bay Area. Mateo, you are a fan of this liberal, liberal, heavy fan base. Uh, what do, What are your thoughts? I, w- I wish Flan was here. I would love to hear Flan's thoughts because I kind of got a feeling there's some <laughs> conflicting thoughts on it. I don't know. I mean, I will say. It, what, what, this was known about for a couple months ago. I was, I, it's he's gonna have a rough two months. I mean, two weeks till we hit the draft. Um, I was curious how much attention this would problematic. get. Problematic. Um, I don't know. It, it doesn't make me uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, I don't agree with him. Um, at the end of the day, you're you're drafting. I mean, there's a lot of guys. C.J. Beathard's a guy that openly supports Trump, mm-hmm. and he's never put out what his political thoughts are. But he mm-hmm. he has photos with. With Donald, Donald even called him the next Tom Brady. Uh, well, that was wrong. So uh, calling CJ, I'm sure. I'm sure time. he feels bad about that. I don't even think. I'm Donald sure he's gonna. I'm sure he released a statement. He said, "You know what? Me, Donald Trump. I am wrong." I'm, I, I guarantee you, Donald Trump does not remember who CJ Beathard <laughs> is. <laughs> like he, was, he does not remember who CJ Beathard is. But let CJ Beathard go out next year and throw four touchdowns in a game, and Donald Trump oh, will man. surely tweet about him. He'll be stoked. That's one get, of those. He'll get the school wrong. Selective memories. Yes. Congratulations to CB Beathard. <laughs> he tweet out. Yes, my friend that I love so much. Um, I just. It's interesting just from the fact that it's like, hey, this is an area that like does not care for the president or at least his politics and what's going on and all that good stuff. That's over there. We're not really trying to dip into that area. Uh, what is interesting is that in a football locker room, unlike a basketball locker room or a baseball locker room, I think it's more so like it, it kind of leans more like a baseball locker room. 
but there's just so many more bodies in there mm-hmm. that you're going to have differences of opinion. You're going to have different backgrounds. You're going to have the country bum bum guys who from down south, black or white, that want to do nothing but throw some chew in and go fish in their off time. And then you got guys who are so worried about what their outfit's going to be for Instagram or what their next touchdown celebration is going to be. Then you got guys that show up and they just want to collect their paycheck and go home. And then you got guys that actually like hanging out in the physical. There's just so many different backgrounds that mm-hmm. come together in a football locker room. Look at the Steelers. Alejandro Villanueva was yep. a green or um, uh, served in the army. So I was gonna say Green Beret. No, Army Ranger. Uh, and, and then you know, with the whole kneeling of the protesting the anthem, they still let him go out and and salute it because he fought for the right for us to do this. So it's. I mean, it's it's gonna be interesting. And who's it, who's the D uh, D lineman from Alabama? Uh, Quinn and Williams. Is he a D tackle or a DN? He's a D tackle. Ooh, okay, so you can't get him. Well, he's, there's he, a lot of people, like Matt Miller just switched his board yesterday. Mm-hmm. He moved him to number one. Uh, is it Daniel Jeremiah or is it Dan? One of the other draft Knicks also switched uh, Quinn and Williams to number one, too. So it's picking up more steam. I mean, they could they could draft it because interior pressure has become the new trendy thing. Yeah, I've heard that he's the best best player in the draft right now. Mm-hmm. Bar none is is uh, Quentin Williams. I'm honestly leaning for if I was the Niners, I'd be targeting. Despite me forgetting his name. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd be looking the trade. I'd love the trade down. And it, it doesn't have to do with the politics of, of Boza. I feel they could fill if they have the, if the Raiders want to give their one of their, uh, both of their first round picks to move up, or if the Giants want to give both their first round picks, that's only a, either a two or four pick drop down to get an extra first rounder, I, I think you'd have to do it. Cowherd said that you want to be, Uncle Colin Cowherd said that you want to be, if you're drafting in this draft, you want to be in the top 15 spots or you want to be in rounds two through five heavy. Like you want to have all your picks be lumped in rounds two through five or have picks at the top of the first round because you're going to be, there's only, there's only like, you know, 15, 16 guys that are actually legitimate first round draft picks. And then the rest of the second half of the uh, first round is more than likely there's a lot of potential there for a bunch of second to third round guys that could get drafted in the first round and just get first round money. That's what Mayock said. He said that yeah. he, they would love, even with all the picks that they have, he said he would still love to have more picks between 20 and 60. Yeah. It's a deep draft. It's a deep draft, but it's it's a middle it's a middle heavy. and Not top heavy, not bottom heavy. It's just very concentrated in the middle. It's, a, it's what you want your U.S. Um, – socioeconomic system to look like okay no not for the politics heavy middle classes what <laughs> you want there all right uh next up speaking of money politics all that good stuff russell wilson i believe the deadline that he set for the seahawks is tomorrow you should have the 24-hour music going oh yeah we're running out of time here seattle what's gonna happen what's gonna happen with this mateo because flan is saying he wants seattle to give him so much money so they can't do anything else with with their roster and, and he I, I that's just a button that you hit on Flan and he's just that's and then he gets all charged up. His his uh, f- uh that Russell Wilson is worth two first round picks but not the extra first round like a real franchise quarterback was pretty damn good shit. I thought that was impressive <laughs> that, that you have that much hate for the guy. <laughs> <laughs> moments of brilliance that there. Was, yeah, I was <laughs> like damn confusion. I was like, that's so what do you shade. what do you think is gonna happen with the Seahawks? Are they gonna pay him or are they trade him to New York? God. I feel those are the only two options. 
I hope they trade him to New York. Oh. Uh, it would make it would make the build up to the draft that much more interesting. Send Eli to San, uh, to Seattle. <laughs> oh God, that'd be awesome. You'd have to send Eli in a pick to Seattle because there's no way they'd just give up yeah. on Russell oh Wilson for Eli straight up. But they how may funny. give you a pick to keep Eli. <laughs> they'd be like, oh, here's a pick. New Actually, York. we don't want him. We don't want him. Yeah, Archie, no, Archie no, no. wants him to stay in New York here. Yeah. Um, gosh, my gut says that it, with with the, there's a little bit of smoke, and they've had since January to get this done. I feel that they're going to start taking trade offers in the next couple of days. Yeah. And is he going to hold out, or is he just not? I mean, what he just said that he wants this—he just wants a deal done by this date and didn't allude to anything else. It's like the most Russell Wilson thing ever. PFT said that the Seahawks think that he doesn't want to be there, but he doesn't want to tell them that he doesn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. So it seems like there's just a huge miscommunication on both sides. Yeah. And since they've shown they're not afraid to get rid of guys, I mean, if they are offered two first-round picks, I mean, maybe I think that's they'd do they, it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Why not? Why not? What else are you going to get for Russell Wilson? No, you know, I mean, uh, who was it? Gettleman was the New York Giants um, GM. They said, we're not going to trade. Guys will come after you and they trade you for a hot dog, a bag of peanuts and <laughs> something else. And it's like, well, I'm, I'm sure you could get multiple hot dogs and, and maybe two bags of mm-hmm. peanuts for Russell Wilson. So, wow. all right. Last up on the talking point. Uh, I only want to focus on this series because we'll get to the rest of the playoffs later. Dubs Clippers game one, man. Who? What do you think? Steph Curry is an underrated rebounder. He's so good as <laughs> a rebounder. 12 rebounds, right? Went with the mismatched shoes, though. Was it? I thought it – did he have 15 rebounds? I could have swear. I know it was at least 12. Maybe it was 15. That was yeah, a crazy number. KD get ejected with the double text with uh, Beverly. He had Steph play very well. Clay waited until about three minutes left in the game to hit his first three-pointer. But when he did, ooh, it looked nice. Ripped the net. Uh, you had Draymond, who – Doc Rivers is pretty much just set on saying, hey, we're going to make Draymond Green beat us this series. And Draymond was ready to step up to that call. So Great sign. Oh, it was, I, I still think the Clippers are a scrappy enough team to get one game in the series, but I think that's it. And I think the one game that they could get is game three. Because if the Warriors come in and win game three, I don't see as scrappy as the Clippers are, I just see it as a sweep. I don't see them doing anything in game four. They need to get game three if they're going to if they want to do anything in this series and that's me completely writing off game two game two i'd expect to be much like game one but game three i think that's where the clippers could get them just at the home energy mm-hmm. get some momentum. That, that, would be, that would be their best shot i uh, hope Kerr just starts resting guys and just treats it like this is a regular season series oh, the disrespect that would you, go on there 14 14 and a half is the spread tomorrow i think so that's disrespectful Ooh. in a playoff game would you take that uh yes i would take the plus 14 and a half yeah, if, a I'm, if i'm the clippers points. yeah because I think that I think at this rate the Dubs know we could whoop this team's ass if we really needed to. But let's just get in. Let's just do what we have to to get out of the first round. Make sure we stay healthy. Be ready for either Houston or Utah, who's ever playing in that, um, who's ever going to play them in the next series. So you need to be ready to go. Some takeaways from Game One, though. Ed Malloy, absolutely ridiculous. The double index finger T. <laughs> the double index finger double T simultaneously dished out to Beverly and KD and then waving his arms to go, look, I I found some snapshots, some still shots of Ed Malloy from that game, and Ed Malloy referees it like he's playing basketball, like he's the sixth guy on either team. And it's like, I don't, we, we know that clip, the, the what was it, the, the T-Wolves clip back in, oh, or in two, 2013 where Kevin Love just gets hacked shooting a game-winning three-pointer three and it doesn't get called. And the uh, the announcer for the T Wolves, 
talking about one ref. Uh, he doesn't have the guts to call it. And then he sees Ed Malloy. No, oh, Ed Malloy! Because it happened right in front of his face. And it's just certain refs. I love, I admire how certain refs really think that 19,500 people show up to watch them. Mm-hmm. And I got that vibe from Ed Malloy. It was a very well-officiated game, I thought, uh, aside from the whole NBA refs are very, very sensitive now with the whole technical foul situation. And they think that just blowing a bunch of tees is what's going to get them the respect they want from the players. Wrong. Because now players are going to be watching as to what gets who teed up. And if that gets you teed up but it doesn't get me teed up, somebody on your team is going to be pissed off. They're going to get teed up. And it's just going to be doot, 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 doot. We're just going to technical foul everybody all, all game. And I'm not here for it. I really ain't. Well, and the tough part for the Warriors now, it's you got KD's already got two technicals. We saw what happened with Draymond in 2016. Well, I'm not worried about that so much with this with this series because who's going to step up for the Clippers? Shea Gillis-Alexander? Uh, Landry Shamit. No, but it, it's just something. It's just something you don't want to put on, especially for how easy the series is. I, I was gonna say, do I, they I, reset? Put away. Do they reset every series, or is it through the playoffs? It's through the playoffs, I believe it's seven. Seven, and you get suspended, mm-hmm. and then what? You get suspended for every tech you get yeah, after, that? after that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be something. I don't. I really think KD. Will, I think KD will calm down. He says he's even said that he knows how to calm, or he can calm down. Uh, but moving forward. I think that's interesting just that you've got two tees from the first, not not just the first game in the first series, but the first series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and moving forward, they, it'd be best for the Dubs to just sweep the Clippers, try and keep a level head as possible. Clippers are scrappy, man. They got Lou Will. They got um, Patrick Beverly. Those two guys are not afraid to throw, you know, not not play dirty, but just rough it up. Mm-hmm. They're not afraid. Montrez Harrell, not an, another one that's not afraid. And you have guys like KD, Dre, and uh, DeMarcus who would just – Show short, short fuses, ready to blow. I love Beverly. I wish he was on a little bit better. I mean, they've done so great, everything for the Clippers, because it looked like they were tanking, and with the trade that they made of Tobias Harris for them to even get into the playoffs is incredible, but I would love to see him in, on like a really good team with all the trash talk and the way he plays. It'd be so much so much more fun. Patrick Beverly, I have to say this with respect because I, I just want to acknowledge it. It's this wait for the punchline, but know that it is rooted in respect. Patrick Beverly could whoop my ass on and off the basketball court. If we're playing basketball or we're just fighting, Patrick Beverly has that fight nine times out of ten. Maybe there's a day where he shows up sick or he's just not into it and I catch him slipping. But Patrick Beverly, who would whip my ass any day of the week, it it's just in, insane to me that he has always perpetually looked like a homeless man on, on a subway or a bus. Like just his his whole swagger on the basketball court just the unkept hair the crazy eyes when he's looking at you you know the way he talks to guys out on the court I just think to myself slap a beanie and a north face on that guy throw him in the corner of a BART train and he's definitely you're definitely staying away from him but you know hey whatever works for him because that's one hell of a player and I think Patrick Beverly is going to be the biggest problem that the Warriors have to play against because of what he's going to do to him defensively and how he's going to try and shake him up Lou Will better offensive player but Patrick Beverly you got to watch out for on the defensive side of the ball, scrappy, scrappy player. All right, now it's time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. With his win today at Augusta National, Tiger Woods has become the second richest sports person in the U.S. Oh! oh! Did you mean athlete? Yeah, sure, athlete. Okay.
All right, so hand up was kind of a dick there. Cut, cut everybody off. Tim, what, how much has how much has he made? Uh, over one hundred and eighty-eight million dollars in his career. Oh, okay, that's a lot of yeah money. That is quite a lot of money. You know, money signs next yeah. to his name. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Mateo, did you have something to add? No, nothing. Fantastic. All right, thank you. Uh, Tim. So yes. three up, three down. You want to start with the first up or the first down? Uh, first, I have a question for Mateo. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to Wednesday's podcast? No, but John was telling me on the way out of, of the hypothetical that was pitched. Flan, did you listen to it? Flan's not oh, here. He's yeah. at Coachella. Oh. Sorry. Festival oh. Flan. Festival Flan right now, yeah. We're, oh. getting a, we're getting an update from him later in the show. Great. Yes. Great, great. Well, just to clarify... I think that I'm strong enough to pull both of you up off that cliff at once. Ah, oh, fantastic. Okay. I, I told John, I was like, I hope he picks you. You guys like play <laughs> golf together. Like, me and in, as much as me and you trade messages on Instagram, we don't play golf together. You trade so. messages or send memes? No, but we, me- we do. No, stats. He sends me stats. I was going to say, he sends stats and memes. That's like the love language of, of, yeah. of, friend, of men friends, you know? So. Uh, but yes, that yeah, was. We also have Paradise Mateo forever. Yeah, we do. Forever. That, that was a huge bone of contention. I remember walking away from that episode on Wednesday, just like, wow. Okay, it's a good thing I wasn't thrown in there because I know for sure Tim would. I I just see like a Lion King esque type move where Tim sticks his claws into mine. Long live the king! Except it wouldn't <laughs> be something long live the king. It would, and then he would just fling me from the from the cliff. That's what I imagine. If if he was left to pick between me, you, and John. Cohorts would become a stat show then. Oh, God. Yeah, how, it, well, it d- Defend yourself. Me? You can't because you know that's true. What, what is there to defend? <laughs> you guys have all these hypotheticals <laughs> made up in your heads, and that's how you feel about me. That's how you feel about me. John, John I would like be. I have, I have a forever big brother relationship with you guys now to where you're all voting like, I need his acceptance. <laughs> I want him to save me. Aren't I so older? So Am I older than you? Benefits. Yeah, are you, who's older between, between I, I was trying to figure that out. Mateo's older than me by oh. <laughs> But you're uh, my big brother. March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. By 10 months, right? The village family. elder. Yeah, the yeah. village elder. Yeah. <laughs> so John's my uncle and you're my big brother. Uh, so that, so that's the funny thing is that Mateo and I, we were, we'd be like twins or whatever. We'd just be beating the crap out of you and John. And Flan. And Flan. Well, Flan. No. no, not Flan. You guys, let's just not let him so sit much. there. Yeah. Flan would Flan's be, like the quiet one who stays in his room. Flan, yeah, you know what Flan would do is if we did if we did fights in a living room, Flan would be sitting on the couch in the corner, either on Hinge or streaming Game of Thrones, <laughs> snidely making comments as, as after everyone gets pinned or it gets tossed away, or he'd just be relating it to how it reminds him of Game of Thrones. He's like, hey, 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 you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only other thing I can think of is that John and I would be just wailing on you, Jeff, I and mean, Ted would be like, no. Guys, come on, he's had enough. Stop it. You guys, stop it. Not funny. No. Not funny. It is. It's true. (laughs) All right, three up, three down. Three up, three down. Uh, We'll start with an up as usual because that's how we just are. Uppers. We're all about the uppers. Uppers all day. Uh, Thomas Pannone. I think that's how you say his last name. I don't know if it's true or not. But he just threw the, not just, but he threw the 102nd perfect inning in baseball history. Oh, nine pitches? Nine pitches, three batters, three mm. outs. Three strikes? Yeah, three strikes. Boom, boom, boom. Thomas Pannone. Who does he I, play I for? The Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, okay. Nice. That's Well, baseball's a hotbed up in Canada, so about to happen. So, there. good. <laughs> All right, uh, first down. First down. I'm going to be on a high horse on this one. The Atlanta Braves. Oh. They're down. 
Yes, I did get this. You and this. I had a little talk back and forth about it, but yep. come on, man. Come on, man. A f- the guy was a second, or <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm stuttering over my words because that's how upset I am. Who's the guy? An all-star last season. Uh, Ozzy Albies, an all-star second baseman for your squad last season, and you're like, oh, yeah, we'll exchange you seven years, $35 million. Robbery. Robert, let, yeah, let Mateo, Mr. Salary Cap, he's sitting there. I can see the numbers just from between it or behind his eyes. Oh, he, dude, they stole both those guys at the <laughs> price. Oh, yeah. They oh, yeah. stole them. Because that's what, if I can do my maths correctly, he's making a little bit more than Bryce Harper is a season over the entire contract. God, it's insane. Yes. I'm sure I'm sure the owners, when they meet up, they're going to give that the free agent championship belt to them. Braves officially are the heavyweight oh, yeah, champions. right, just how cheap you could be. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna start a whole new thing for them. It's gonna be like you are the best at spending money. And How about they just give him a balaclava and a and a like a uh, airsoft gun? Because that's what it was. Is they just ran up in there and just stole from there. And uh, you know it's funny because in that article that you sent me, he said that I don't play for money. And it's like, well, you gotta be compensated a little bit here. Um, I do understand from his side is taking the immediate gratification and the and the and knowing that his family is gonna be set. Thirty-five million dollars. I don't know exactly where he comes from, but I'm sure wherever, whatever one of the countries I'm thinking of, uh, allow me to generalize real here. Thirty-five million dollars is a lot of money, okay? And in America, you think to yourself, eh, not so much, especially when you see what other guys are getting paid. But how old is he? Twenty? Uh, something like that. He's twenty. Okay. By the end of this contract, twenty-seven, he could still get another five-year deal, and as long as he's playing playing well. Uh, he could always use that as a bargaining chip. All right, I take I took a team friendly deal at first. I want to get paid, and and then that's it. You know, ride out the rest of his career. That's like best case scenario. But I understand where you're coming from, man. This was this was ridiculous. Well, and you screw everybody else over too by taking that that type of deal when you can still hit arbitration. Yeah. Like to take that well, early deal. I mean, it's gonna screw yeah. so many other guys over. It's why the guys were supporting Harper and uh, uh, Machado, waiting to get the big contracts because then it ke- helps keep setting the market. Yeah. Hello? Calling me. I know. I, I did not unplug the phone before we started this. That was my fault. Yeah. Uh, you, you want to answer it? All right. Answer. No. No, it's cool. Yeah, answer, answer. All right. Next up, Tim, second up. Second up, uh, the Orioles' Chris Davis has broken out of his yeah. Hey, Chris Davis. <laughs> he wanted that ball. Did he get the ball? Yeah, I know he wanted he it. He, he got, got the ball. ball. <laughs> Not your first oh, major league hit. That's kind of sad. Just wow. a hit streak. Oh, that that's first. so sad. <laughs> <All right. laughs> three for five yesterday. He's now, uh, he went 0 for 2 or 0 for 3 today. So he's, you know. <laughs> Is he a waiver wire, waiver wire pickup this week? I don't know, man. He's bad in .071. I'm pretty sure that I'd snag him in a heartbeat. .071 is, that's that's really good. That's actually really better than .000 for what he was, I'm saying really good for how he, considering how he started this season. That's all I want to say. And ended last season. Yeah, yeah, that's true. After that first hit, his average jumped up to a whopping .029. So that three hit day was very, very nice for the average, but then going 0 for 3 today didn't help. That's unfortunate. I didn't see that. 079 coming into today, and then today happened. Oh. Probably uh, probably dropping down to like oh five something now. What was he today Shot again? The White Sox. That's I think he was up for two, over three. Oh cool, he's building the streak again. Yeah. Yeah, he's back on. He's back nice. on the streak. All right, next hot streak. Next hot streak. down. Next down. Up down. Up, Second one. Down. Oh yes. Uh, the next down is going to be sorry, Jeff. Connor Joe. Oh, oh God. He, he's been given back <laughs> to the Dodgers. Literally, the headline that I saw said. 
Giants give Connor Joe back to the Dodgers. Mateo's upset about that. I'm so bummed out by Connor (laughs) Joe. I couldn't even get like a month of uh, Joe sanity as an Asian American. You take that Craig Council batting stance and you you keep it down there in Southern California. I don't need it. It was amazing. He's not even in Southern California. He's probably in like Tulsa. (laughs) Yeah, he ain't playing playing at the major league level. He's going to be back down in AAA. He'll be back, Joe. We'll come and rescue you. He had I a cup of Joe in the major leagues <laughs> to do that. <laughs> cup of Joe. Ah, damn it! That could have been a, that could have been a fantasy baseball team name. Uh, no, that's not. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to name my team after Connor. Joe. I would name it. He's great Asian Please. American. Well, yeah, you would. I get yeah. that. And I'm yeah. Okay, Tim. Inspiration. What, what would your What would your fantasy baseball name be, Jeff? Just curious. Oh, man, this put me on the spot. I'll have an answer for you by the end of the, the third down, or the, the down, okay? The next down. Okay. I'll give me some time to think about it. Next up. Well, now you're not going to be paying attention. So no, yeah, I will. I'll be, right I'll, be, I'll be thinking about it. Don't worry. So, third up. Third up, Cody Bellinger still is on my list. He's just hitting bombs. I mean, that guy's just red hot to start the season. Him and Jose Altuve over the past five games, or six games, actually, they've just been on it. Absolute tear. How many uh, how many home runs does he have so far? Who? Cody Bellinger. Bellinger, I think he's up to ten or eleven after today. So last last I checked, he was on pace to break Barry Bonds' single season record. Um, not saying that he's going to, but he was on pace to hit seventy seven this season. But there's got to be a lot of things that go right for him to do that. Hmm. Okay. I don't, like I said, I doubt it's going to happen. But I just thought of a fantasy team name. Little explicit, but my first pick, just because of a Giants fan, would be Madison Bumgarner, and the team would be called the Bumfuckers. So there you go. And it would make sense because it's San Francisco. <laughs> oh, the double entendre! You take that back. Okay, I get it. I get it. There's one district, man. All right, I get it. Don't talk about hey, Mahomes like that. Everybody's got one. Okay. <laughs> <You're right>. Yes. Nobody <laughs> County's got Kernville. That is true. That is true. I mean, LA's probably got a bigger area because it's L. You know, it's LA. I always. I, I, think so. I think that's funny, man. How they get that rep. You know, it's like LA's twice the size of San Francisco, and I guarantee you, LA has two to three times the that population that San Francisco does. They do a good job of spreading it out compared to SF. Yeah. Just they, they, they do so it, we just need to stop this conversation. <laughs> this right is they here. do yeah. a good job of spreading no, themselves. I'll get in trouble. Okay. <laughs> third down. Third down. Third down is his podcast now because you just got to get on every chance you had to get on anything. You're going to have to go back to SoundCloud. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. If they'd even have it. It was set on a table for me. Come on. I had to hit it out of the park. All right. Uh, third right. third down. The third down is, um, I'm going to say stolen bases, and they are just not being appreciated. Tampa Bay and Seattle, who are both first place in their divisions, shockingly enough, um, they're leading the league. I want to say they're both top three in stolen bases, and I'm beginning to speculate that stolen bases is starting to turn back into runs across the board. So. Mm-hmm. As of right now, I think that the jury is out on stolen bases being bad for baseball, but I think these guys are starting to prove that it's a good thing. Steal more. That's what we're saying, kids. Yeah, if you're on the baseball field, more. steal more. Not not at home. Just steal more on the baseball field. That's what we want. Go steal third to home. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, Benny the Jet Just Rodriguez. Like the, whoa, whoa, whoa. Lourdes Jr. did it the other day. No. Mm. Well, it's not, not Knowledge. too common. It, doesn't, it probably doesn't look as cool as when Benny did it. No. no, because Benny did it against the Giants. Okay. Yeah. Say, only, only knock on it. Ruin that movie. Only knock on it. Although those Giants wow. jerseys in the movie, great. 
great like, Giants jerseys. Yeah. Like, that was the worst part of that movie, was just watching Benny Steele on the Giants. But other than that, great movie. Love it. Love it. In my top five. I'd have it on a desert island, along with Dodgeball. <laughs> so, those are two of my five that I'd have on a desert island. Um, Amazing. Uh, are you not going to ask about our fantasy baseball team names now? Uh, okay. Yes. Mateo's got a great one. Mateo, what's your fantasy baseball team name? Don't mess with the Faron. Okay. Okay. I like it. Are <laughs> you going to say yours to me? Faron Sahabi. Isn't that how you say his last name? Uh, sure. Zahadi. Farhan Zahadi. Yeah, yeah I just okay. said. I don't know. He came from you, Tim. I think you know how to pronounce it. He came from Tampa Bay. Uh, oh, Tam- I thought he, he came a, from LA. He came from Oakland. He did. Oh, he came from Oakland. Yeah, he was with Oakland with Billy Bean. Oh, so he's been around. Yeah. He goes he around. Did go to Tampa Bay too? After that, I, he went Oakland, I'm, Tampa Bay, LA. I'm not sure. Around, he might have had a stop go. in Tampa. Okay, Tim, your 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 uh, fantasy team name? Mm, S'more Kike. I don't get it. Because I have Kike Hernandez on my team. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. okay. Kike Hernandez. What's, what's a s'more? S'more like from the Sandlot. S'more of what? S'more Kike. Oh, okay. <laughs> s'more also Kike. Also Kike and his quirky attitude of s'more cowbell in SNL. You know, it's just one of those great things. That I picked Kike up, last pick of the draft. Best pick that I've had so far. So that's like not even a double entendre. That's a triple entendre with your... That's just... He's just amazing. Yeah. Okay. He's... I'm going to listen back to this, and I'm going to be like, man, I sh- I'm going to be really disappointed with myself and think you should have gotten that on the first try. He shouldn't have had to explain the team name to you. No, it's fine. I I'm have to sorry. explain a lot of things to you. I'm sorry. You want a bonus down and a bonus up? Sure. Bonus up, uh, Miss Shields, she's the greatest woman woman boxer of all time. Oh, Clarissa mm. Shields, yep, yep. Yeah, sorry, Layla Ali. I, I'll forever be enamored by your ability, but she... Just dominated that fight. We got a spilled beer in the uh, Houston Utah game. I guarantee that was from a Rockets fan. So I mean, they're playing in Houston, but oh whoa! You see that cleavage just posted up right behind. Um, what's his? Oh, Kevin McHale. You see that Mateo? Who's? I'm trying to figure out who the other guy is. Yeah, Tim, was, <laughs> Tim you got to turn on TNT right now. Whoa, TNT just had a pair of titties just posted up on the screen there for a hot 15 seconds. Whatever, dude. I got 52 minutes till Game of Thrones. So. I was going to say, middle school oh, is going count, crazy everywhere. Uh, countdown. Whatever. Okay. Um, so, UFC 236 happened. Bonus down. Oh, bonus down. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> bonus down. What's the down? What's is that, the down? You're getting great. That's. You just said what it was. UFC 236. Damn it, ESPN, get your shit together. What was wrong with it? Well, from the beginning. This pay per view. Effing BS that they have to, that you have to purchase it. I'm sitting there like, you know what? I might purchase this card. I'm trying to do it through my TV. Won't let me do it. I was like, all right, you know what? F this. I'm just going to scream it or screen it like Jeff does or stream it like Jeff does. So I'm over there. I'm trying to do it. I'm like, all right, I'll just keep up with Bloody Elbow because I can't figure this out. And then Bloody Elbow comes up with, well, I missed a fight and this one's paused because I cannot get this streaming service to work on ESPN. No. ESPN, get your stuff together. Get oh. your stuff together, Espen. Uh, well, so, you, so didn't, you didn't really watch oh. it then? No, and I'm tired of this interim champion thing. That's BS. Yeah, the interim thing You're is the like number one contender. That, that's literally what it is. Yeah. It's a number one contender fight. Just they they give you a belt in the meantime to make you feel special, which is so funny. They should put like a giant eye on it. So Israel Adesanya, the style bender, defeated. Um, oh shit, who did he beat? Oh, uh, Kevin Kelvin Gastelum. That was a good yes. fight. That was the best fight of the card. I will say that. If you get a chance when that hits YouTube. Watch that fight back. Even though you know uh, Adesanya wins by decision, very close fight. There were multiple times 
in in that fight where I thought either guy was about to get knocked out and be yep. finished. That's what I read about on a uh, bloody elbow. And then Poirier uh, beat Holloway, and this ruined this ruined my parlay. I was very upset. I had uh, Khalil Roundtree Jr., I had Adesanya, and I had Holloway for a uh, a twenty five dollar parlay that would have returned me about a hundred and sixty, and I was mm. bit pissed, pissed. Mm. So I think uh, sucks for you. yeah. So oh well, that's what happened there. Yep. Oh. All right, Tim, yep, do, you yep, have, yep. do you have anything else to add to this, or are we going to go out on a high note right there? Big Dick Eldrick's back, baby. Tiger's back. We're going to talk how about – How do you feel about that? Enjoy the golf talk now because it's not going to matter in two days. I'm excited. Mateo, how do you feel about that? Excited. I said, <laughs> it was incre- I said it was incredible, and then I used incredible for something else, so I guess it really isn't that incredible, but I'm stoked. Tiger's back. I'm going to watch so much golf. It's incredible that you thought it was incredible. I'll uh, say that. Yeah. It's incredible that Mateo thinks it's incredible. I almost cried like when we were. I was trying to compose myself. I was so happy for Tiger. <laughs> Teared up. Yeah, was I was so, like, oh, I was so like, amazing. Loved it. Awesome. All right. I was, I was talking with uh, hugged his son. John about that. Oh, dude, John. I, as soon as John was at the time clock, he was like, Tiger. <laughs> he was. He was fired up. Yeah, he was fired up. It's, it's incredible. It's a great I was story. Talking to him. It is. It really is. Mm-hmm. But I have a question about uh, the PGA and their rules. Is marijuana uh, PED in the PGA? Mm. That's going to be interesting. Mateo's Googling it right now. Yeah, We're going to find out. Mm-hmm. You think it might be because you could totally zone out and just like, you know what? This crowd does. I think it would be a PED for those that have to play in Tiger's uh, pairing or his group because didn't they play tr- uh, threesomes today? Because yeah, they did. you got to look at you, – you take a look at how many people are surrounding and constantly following Tiger – I would think that if you were a golfer, you would not be opposed to it. If you could do so high, you would not be opposed to it because it allows you to zone out. And all of a sudden, that thousand people that are following you around all 18 holes, suddenly you don't even know because you're just so high. It's just you, the caddy, and the ball. Yeah, PGA falls. Yeah, PGA falls in line with the World Anti-Doping Agency. Weak. Weak PGA. Howard, I need, somebody needs to be popped on PEDs. How how is it that uh that what's his name? John Daly was out there and just able to go rip heaters and drink nothing but you know Coors or whatever his beer was of choice the entire round, and you're not gonna let some guy go out there with a quick little you know maybe he's got a dab pen or like an inhale you know an inhaler vape where he's just like up oh, real quick. Uh, all right, I'm good to go for the next three holes. Like, I I just really want my roided out golf league now. Oh yes, give me. Give me guys that look like Lesnar out there golfing, and then when they when they miss a swing and they mess up, we just get to watch them break the club over their knee like Bo Jackson did with a baseball bat. But that would be bad because they don't have that club for the rest of the round. That's their fault. If we're going to introduce steroids, we've also got to go on the, uh, the anger watch. So you start out with 14 clubs, and let's say by the end of the round, maybe you've only got eight in your bag. And, and, and you get a wild club. Uh, wild, yeah, you get a wild, I guess it worked out, wild club. So like a hockey stick. So you have like a backup that you can hit with. Right? Like let's say you're really pissed off at your putter that day, but you still have the hockey stick in the bag. So, so you can, we, yeah, you so can, so break you can it. happy Gilmore it if you, if you really hate your putter. We're fixing golf. Baseball bat. We're fixing golf. Yeah. <laughs> just tee off. Just, yeah. See this competition? Yeah. Yeah. See ya. We're going to the green every time. Or like a maybe not maybe not a baseball bat like a Funko bat right because that would mm-hmm. that would, a little bit more precision you can get some air under that in. polo, whatever the polo thing is. Yeah. Oh, the polo club. Yeah, yeah, polo <laughs> club. Right up on a horse. Could you imagine <laughs> that? 
Yeah, right, dude. All right. Uh, I'll tell you right now. It's going to be the 2003 Orange uh, Easton Connection Stealth that I'm using. Ooh, okay. Before B-Core and all the BESR stuff, that thing was a fucking rocket launcher. The Stealth, the stealth was one of my favorite bats, but then as I grew older and I started playing around with, with uh, different different guys in different leagues and whatnot, I, I came to find out that D-Marinis were always nice. I The best bat I ever hit with was a D-Marini Raven, double-walled, and just it felt like the ball just popped off the bat. The Vexum was nice. I had a buddy that had a Vexum. Uh, I always wanted to swing the voodoo, but never got a chance to. Yeah, but it's okay. But yeah, so that'd be my uh, wild club of choice. Say, if you want to see that, just watch the. I say, uh, Raven? Yeah, I meant Vexum. My bad. I'm sorry. It's okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm sure you get a lot of tweets about that. Yeah, angry tweets, right? Yeah. From the 15 people that listen. Shout out to you though, the 15 people that listen. We love you. Um, I think Jeff has to get tweets first. I never see him respond to anything except for like. Nobody talking to him. His responses are, or I'm sorry, all his tweets are responses to people. Nobody ever shouts him out. That is, that's very true. I am always constantly tweeting at people, uh, engaging conversation, just just stirring the pot. That's what I do. Great content. I do. I'm, I'm a creator, all right? I'm your favorite tweeter's favorite tweeter. How about that? So That's a, that's a bold-faced lie. <laughs> uh, two truths and a lie. Maybe, maybe it's true. I don't know. But yes, I I know I I tweet out some stuff. I mainly just look for stuff that kind of outrages me, and then I'll tweet it, and then I'll just feel better about it because I sent the tweet out, and I'm like, okay, it doesn't matter anymore. I sent the tweet out, and then I'll wake up the next day and I'll be like, wow, I can't believe I really let that bother me. I sent the tweet out. Okay, I'm not gonna be the the bitch though that deletes his tweets. So gotta stand by it. I really let that <laughs> one bother me. Although what was fun is the best time to be on Twitter is like when you had the 18 inning game going on with the Giants and the Rockies because everybody at a certain point just joins in on the whole, when the hell is this thing going to end? Like, you know, we're all trying to prove to each other that we love baseball and we're all staying up, but really, deep down, we just want this game to end so we can go to bed. Like, it stopped being cool around the 14th inning. But did it? No, no. It was, I, I love extraining baseball because at that point, it's just a matter of how ridiculously long can this go. Mm-hmm. It reaches a point where I'm just all for it. I'm, and they had a day game the next day, so I was just like, fuck it, let's keep playing to where they have to spend the night at the ballpark. You have to get the cots out. They'll wake up, and uh, and and they don't even they didn't even hit BP. I listened to Kipe say that at, like through the fifteenth or sixteenth inning, he's just like, "Yep, no batting practice no tomorrow." BP. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it caught um, dude, who was the uh, announcer? Fellhouse was that the Fleming? One? Fleming, yeah, it caught Fleming off guard. So he's just like, "What do you mean no BP tomorrow?" And he had to explain to him, "Well, you're playing here till midnight, and you have to be at the park at ten, so you're not gonna hit BP." And sure enough, a video surfaced. Of like Longoria, Panda, and somebody else is doing jumping jacks in the in the dugout before the game the next day to get loose. So mm, I saw that you retweeted that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, because you don't know how to act when you're on a three game winning streak. You don't know how to act, but it's over now. So sick win streak, Giants. Thanks. Great win. That was a great run. It was. I'll remember that in August when we're on the middle of a 16 game Good. losing streak. I'll look Good. back and just be like, Do you remember in April when we had that three game winning streak against the the Rockies? Or it was going up against the Rockies, and it was amazing. And I, I would love to get that feeling back, but we're not because it's, you know, August, and we're in the middle of a 16-game losing streak. So. You remember because Kevin Pillar? Yeah, oh. At least I got a top 15 prospect. Wow, already. what a what a play, or what a move. That move, every Good. time every time he hits a home run, I, I fall in love with that contract even more. I mean, that not, not that contract, that, that tra- uh, transaction even more. Excuse me. There's no excuse for you, Jeff. I know. I'm just messing up. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tim, Tim, thank yes. you very much. We will talk to you again on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
All right. It will be Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday, my dudes. All right. We'll talk to you then. Bye, Tim. <laughs> Bye, Tim. All right. Thank you. Okay. 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 I'm continuing it. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner. Ultimate winner. Wow. Winning. And there are losers. Loser. 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 Winners and losers for this episode of the Cohort Sports Report. First up on the winners and losers list, Mateo, NASCAR guy, yes or no? No. Damn shame. All right. Uh, put it this way, hot take. Just because of the house that I was raised in, NASCAR, more important on Sundays than any any major that will occur in golf. That gives you an idea for the type of household I was raised in. My dad likes left turns. The southern accent that we abide by is not, man, what a great day, Augusta, whatever all that is. It's, no, he's making a left turn. He's got to get up there, draft, make the pass, and then hit pit lane. It's just all this, I don't understand it. I don't really get it with the appeal to NASCAR. All I know is that this was a NASCAR house over a golfing house. I, I, and I, now, get, I don't get how you don't have that tire that your dad. You like that now, tire. Now I here. don't pay attention to either. Oh, I know, right? Oh, we, yeah, man, for those who aren't bummer. We're going to replay the story real quick. Uh, so we went to Sears Point when I was younger, and my dad <laughs> came home with a tire off of Bobby Labonte's car. So just, just let that sink in there. Just a tire. Just the Goodyear tire that's on the back of a NASCAR. No tread, no nothing. We just brought it home because my dad wanted a tire. It's like, honey, I got it. <laughs> I got the tire. <laughs> this came straight off of Labonte's car. Number 18 Interstate. Such a badass story. Uh, I think it was like a Toyota or something like that. Number 18 Interstate <laughs> Toyota. Yeah. Or Pontiac. That's what, that's what Bobby Labonte was back in the day. All right. Uh, just made my dad proud right there. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. wins the Toyota Owners 400. This race took place in Richmond, Virginia. I think it's easy to or classify that as a win. Yep, winner. And you I knew him, too. So yeah, You winner. knew Truex yeah, Jr. I was like, I knew that guy. You know him personally, or you just know of him? Oh, uh, I know of him. That's a win ah, in itself. Damn it. That's yeah. a bummer. No, yeah. <laughs> I don't that, know that's personally know him. <laughs> I met Chase Elliott once, uh, working with the radio station. Shook his hand. Oh, dude, that's cool. He's a very humble guy. But uh, other than that, nothing to write home about. He's a very average-looking dude who drives race cars very fast. Also has Invisalign because I thought it was a little funny the way he was talking until he got done with the interview and he started playing with them. I was just like, okay, so you don't have a you know a funny little speech thing. You just you're, you're getting your teeth straight. I think it's Mark Martin. Mark Martin, right? Is he the big race car driver? There's a lot of big name race car drivers. It just <laughs> no, depends on which one you're talking about. Michael uh, Waltrip. Mark Martin, Jeff Gordon, Jimmy I met, Johnson. I met Mark Martin's brother at Santa Rosa High School, but I don't remember his name. So. Oh, yeah, shouts yeah, out to Mark Martin's brother. Yeah, there you go. Who will remain Russian. nameless or just identified as Mark Martin's brother because that's all that matters. Next up on the winner's losers list, Zion Williamson won the John Wooden Award college basketball, which is like the college basketball equivalent of the Heisman, correct? I, believe, uh, I think so. Yeah. Kind of wing it. Yeah, I, saw the, I saw the passing headline on the bottom line of the uh, bottom ticker of the uh, – Sports Center one night, is and I was just like, I'll remember that for Sunday. But yeah, it's was this really in question? The only other person I could throw out there for debate sake was John ja Morant, and it's just because John ja Morant was getting a double double every game, mm -hmm. literally carrying Murray State to victory. Nothing. You ain't got nothing. No, no, I mean, what I do, but it's it's obvious. <laughs> Didn't watch very much college basketball aside from the tournament, but yeah, yeah, uh, good for Zion. Yeah, it's, okay, just get he's him in a, the NBA already. I'm tired. Andre the Giant of. That's, that's all I was trying to figure out is how can I tie in the Andre the Giant Memorial Trophy into this. <laughs> I like the reference. I do. I appreciate it. All right. Next up on the winners-losers list, we have LSU reinstating Will Wade, their coach that was suspended for the uh, making an offer that so-and-so couldn't refuse. That's an edited version of it. But, um, yeah, illegal recruits, uh, tampering, all that money. If it, You know, 
this is, I guess it's a win for Will Wade because he gets his job back. Um, and I'm not really going to hold LSU to some higher standard. It's not a basketball school. We all know that this goes on in college athletics. It's just a matter of who gets caught, who just gets their dirty laundry aired out there, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like, um, don't ask, don't tell when it comes to NCAA recruiting. And when we see the one-and-done rule get absolved, I think we're going to lose out on Zions, and I think we're going to lose out on John Morant's, but we're still going to have Trey Jones. We're still going to have uh, like a – um, who's the other one that I'm thinking of on Duke? You could make up names, and I would just be right, like, yeah, yeah, totally, dude. Uh, whoever was the other one, Barrett. You could. Ha- we're going to have more Barretts, you know, and, and whatnot. There's still going to be guys that go to college to play ball that can put on a show. But at the, at the end of the day, the the people tuned in for the Final Four, yeah. or for the tournament as a whole. Even the national championship game was compelling because something was on the line. It's single elimination. It does, We didn't care for that yeah. time. We and didn't we were, care. And we were there when LeBron didn't go, when, uh, uh, let's see, Wade went. I'm trying to think there was one other big name. Uh, mm-hmm. Mari didn't go. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still compelling. There's going to be guys that are going to play and that want to go to college. Right. And then there'll be the guys that decide that they think they can make it in the NBA straight out of high school, and then they realize the high school or the NBA is not a bunch of five, seven white dudes that I'm dunking over in uh, Twitter videos. So, And then they'll have a rougher go of it. But, um, yeah, so they will they will learn eventually. But I don't think it's the end of college basketball. It's just college basketball is kind of college athletics is just kind of dirty as is. So it's like you just gotta kind of deal with it, you know. All right. Next up on the winners losers list, Auburn has extended Bruce Pearl. And so sticking with the college basketball thing, uh, smart move by Auburn. I'm not sure where Bruce Pearl was gonna go, but uh, just good to lock him up. Clearly, he's turning the program around. Another another school that's not a basketball school uh, has a history of of players coming out of there. Charles Barkley being the only one I can really think of. But, I mean, you know, good for Bruce Pearl. He got a second chance after Tennessee, took his team to the Final Four. Didn't work out. But, hey, I think this is good if you're Auburn. It's a promising sign. Yeah. Yeah. All right, winner. so he's a winner. All right, not very many losers thus far. Uh, okay, next up on the winner's losers list, we're going to take a trip across the pond, the Premier League. Liverpool won today and has uh, moved up to the top of the Premier League tables uh, they are two points ahead of Man City. Liverpool has two. I think they play 36 games in the Premier League in a regular season. Not 100% sure there. I'm just nodding. Okay. Uh, Liverpool has Not played 34 games. Man City's played 33. So Man City, I believe, has three more games left. And, uh, yes, Liverpool up 85 points to Man City's 83. Tottenham at third It's with 67. So it's really just a two-team race here down towards the end. So uh, Gritty underdog Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, Tottenham, Man United, the first top five teams, I think all are like, got it. there's a correlation here with soccer, right? I think the biggest, the biggest surprise as any team that I'm seeing would just be the fact that Arsenal is sitting there at six on the outside looking in. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> it's insane. Uh, we'll see that it's just a payroll, I should say. All right. Um, Moving on, because that was a that was a winner of a topic right there. <laughs> so shouts out, shouts out to Liverpool. Uh, Bama, Oklahoma have announced a series that will be taking place from 2032 to 2033. And uh, I just want to say, who cares? Who cares? Okay? That is over 10 years away. I, I don't have the attention span for that. You'll be as old as me. I will. I will. I will be staring uh, decrepit old age in the face. No offense, you might, Mateo. You might, enjoy, so, you might enjoy golf by then. Oh, I might, but yeah, who knows? I'm going to mark this down as a loss because I don't care. I'll tell you right now. Right now, I don't care. 
2032, if both of these teams are, are both of these programs are still performing at a, at a high level and college athletics still matter like they do right now, I will care. But as of right now, I don't. I'm only worried about next year. And, oh, Tim Brown, if you're listening, I still haven't forgotten about us trying to go out to Orlando to watch the Miami Hurricanes lose to the Florida Gators. Oh, talk that shit. Chomp, chomp, baby. You ain't ready. You ain't ready. What are your thoughts on this uh, announcing the series, what, 12, 13 years in advance? I just hope they do it like every five years to remind everybody. Oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, I hope you guys we know. We are five here. years away are, from the series. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. It's ridiculous. They have to do it, though, because they make these uh, scheduling agreements so far out in advance. But that's the ridiculous thing about it is who knows if Oklahoma, Oklahoma <laughs> and, you know, you're going off of reputation and namesake, which is why it sounds ridiculous to think. But Oklahoma could be a cellar dweller by then, or they could be, be they could be rebuilding. And all of a sudden, you know, it's like maybe they hope that whatever scandal they're in, they're, they are in, they'll cycle out of it by then. Oh, heady maybe play, right? It. They have just enough time for them to enter the scandal, get in trouble for the scandal, and then start rebuilding to where they go to play Alabama. They'll be at the apex of their rebuild just in time to get in trouble with another scandal. Forward thinkers. I like it. So good for a good for Oklahoma. All right. Uh, next up on the winners losers list, I want to go back to college basketball very very briefly. We didn't touch on this, but in the cohort sports report tournament challenge um, of the three brackets that were entered, because I requested yours and Billy's um, brackets, and I looked at them and I didn't write them down because it was very close oh. to when the tournament started. Oh good. And plus, I was like having difficulty. I was, <laughs> I was out at dinner and you're trying to. You're like, I need it now. I need it now. Send it to were me. Were you in right the middle now. of your pod when you're? Were you doing the one zip? No, pod? we were about to. We were about to start it. And I said, <laughs> yeah. just give it to me. Cause I was we're like, gonna, we're gonna do that. Like, we're gonna do the brackets. So I need yours. I was gonna send like 15 screenshots of it from the ESPN app. You were fine because Billy ended up sending it to me after the show. Anyway, I was like, ah, perfect timing. All right. Uh, but yes. Yeah, so Flanagan, out of the entire tournament, he didn't pick. He didn't pick anything right. Go ahead, clap for him. He didn't pick the championship right. He didn't pick the final four right. But just sheer number of wins, uh, he had such a good first and second round that he just put the distance on. And uh, Flan finishes with 45 total games picked correctly. I finished with 40, and Tim Brown finishing with 29. Although I will say, in Tim's defense, didn't he? He said as a disclaimer at the start, didn't know, didn't care, and was just doing it to do it. So I appreciate him for doing it. But you finished in last, so that's unfortunate. All right, next up on the winners-losers list, so congrats to Flan. You're the winner there. Uh, NHL playoffs. Have you been watching any of the NHL playoffs, Mateo? I'm currently watching it. Because it's the cup! Because it's the cup! That's all you have to say when anybody asks about the NHL playoffs. You just scream back at them because it's the cup. That's what I've learned. How come none of the other sports organizations, like how come it's not the Super Bowl like playoffs? Why is, oh, the, Stanley, why is it the only one? Oh, the they, Stanley Cup Yeah, playoffs? why isn't it like the Super Bowl? They got to let you know what they're playing for. That's why. It's the Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, football's missing out. This <laughs> is the Super Bowl playoffs. That'd World be so stupid. It's the World Series playoffs. It's the NBA playoffs and then the NBA finals. They let you know. Well, it's mm. actually just the finals now, I think is what they call it. They don't even need to, uh, to, finals. to um, disclose that it's the NBA finals. You just know. You see that cursive writing and you see that, that giant cursive F with the basketball. You're like, oh, it's the finals, baby. Uh, but it's also sad because that means basketball is towards the end. So right now we are currently watching the Sharks lose to the Vegas Knights 1-3 to halfway through the second period. Sharks are on a power play. Again, this information will be completely irrelevant by the time you listen to it. But I do want to point out here, there's some crazy shit going on in the NHL playoffs right now. So uh, 
the Preds and the Dallas Stars are tied at one apiece. Dallas is the wild card team in there. Then you have the this is all the West Western Conference. The Winnipeg Jets, the number two Winnipeg Jets playing against the number three St. Louis Blues. St. Louis has a two nothing lead on Winnipeg. Then you have the uh, the Flames and the Avalanche are tied at one apiece, and then you have the Sharks and the Knights tied at one apiece. Although that'll change after tonight. And then you go over to the Eastern Conference, and I mean, <laughs> oh, what's going on? The the Islanders are up. 3-0 over the Pens. It looks like the Pens are on their way out. See ya, bye. Thanks for trying. The Caps are up on the Hurricanes, 2-0. So the Hurricanes owner, uh, you you were very compelling. I'm cheering for your team because of the celebrations you guys do after the game. You tried to save the AAF, sort of, kind of, not really. And that folded, and now your season's about to be over. Then you have the Boston Bruins taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's tied 1-1. But the biggest surprise, Mateo, the biggest surprise. And this is the second wild card team, so you know they barely made it in. The Columbus Blue Jackets have a 3-0 stranglehold on the Tampa Bay Lightning, who finished with the best or the most overall points in the regular season. I texted Lucas Spence. He did not text me back. It's okay, Luca. I'm not mad at you. But I have a feeling if I could if I could uh, link this back to basketball and any of the hockey cohort is more than welcome to comment, get, in my, get, up, get at my Twitter because, you know, I don't initiate. I always respond. Or I, I, well, I do both, actually. I initiate it, too. Um, this is the equivalent of the Warriors coming in and beating the Mavs. The We Believe Warriors coming in and beating the Mavs, although I don't think the Warriors swept the Mavs in that series, which is what the, the Lightning are looking at here. They won almost 100. They, they, they accrued almost 100 points during the regular season, and they're about to get blanked in the playoffs. I have a word for it. What's the word? It's incredible. 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 In freaking Incredible. Yeah, it's unbelievable. That's all I can yeah. say about Stanley Cup. They're playoffs. so lucky that Game of Thrones is happening tonight and that there's NBA that there that takes some of the focus off until tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Once that's the thing though, is that like once we get through the NBA first round playoffs, so about two weeks. Hockey's about another two weeks of flying underneath the radar. And, and then by that point, they'll be damn close to the conference championships, which that's when it really picks up. But second round matchups here in the playoffs is what we're what we're looking at here. Uh is it's going to be a good playoffs. It's going to be a good postseason, and that's, that's what I'm here for is, is postseason hockey. Postseason Sharks fan here checking in, but love me some playoff hockey. Cannot get enough of it. Even though the Sharks are down, uh, they jumped out to that quick one nothing series lead, and now it looks like they might be down 2-1 if this game continues as is. Uh, don't want to jinx them, although I might have just did. Do you notice the difference when you're flipping between this and baseball? How much hockey seems a lot more exciting? Yeah, playoff hockey. Like yeah. I, I never really noticed it, but when I was flipping between a, a Giants team that struggles to score runs, and then I flip back, and you know that Sharks game is three-three uh, in the first period, and you're mm-hmm. like, God, this is. A, you just get a little bit of a rush from it. Well, if you're addicted to content like myself, you go from being able to watch NBA play playoffs, then you go to then when that ends, and you flip over to whatever NHL games are, are wrapping up for the night, and then when that's done, you flip over and you catch the last two innings of the Giants game. And you just get sports, 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 sports all throughout the night. Is it the best sports month? No. It's, uh, it's an underrated sports month. April's the best. because, Or no, not April. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. April, yeah. This month? I was uh, This month. Okay, so I would say it's a tie between April, May, and June. And that's only because you've got baseball season in full swing, whatever golf tournament's going on, you know, the Masters, all the good stuff. 
I'm sure there's a tennis tournament out there too. I don't really care much about tennis. Uh, but then you've got the NBA playoffs. You got the NHL playoffs. You've got the draft coming, or the the draft will just happen. You got teams coming back to training camp. Football season's getting hyped up and all that good stuff. So it's got to be somewhere right in the spring. It's got an apex right before we just hit that lull in July, where it's just like, oh my God, kill me now. We are so close to football season. And all we've got is baseball. Nothing against baseball, but it's just sometimes it gets tough for that head to carry that crown for uh, for a month. There, you know, heavy is the head that wears the crown, uh, not carries it, but you know what I'm saying. Is that a Game of Thrones reference? No, that's just oh, a general. Okay. Oh, I thought that was a thing. Oh, uh, damn it, we get thought, out of here. Thought you're trying to tie it in. No, not at all. All right, and then we're gonna move over to the NBA playoffs, which is also a win. Uh, some crazy shit going down here too. Okay, uh, Golden State. Beat LA or beat the Clippers. We we got that. The Rockets and the Jazz are in a nice little tied up matchup right now. Uh, we're gonna flip real quick. Just give me this uh, half a second here. We'll get an update for again information that's gonna be completely irrelevant. Uh, Rockets are up by twenty on the Jazz right now, so that's not looking too great. Flip back to the Sharks. Uh, Portland beat Oklahoma City, so Dame gets round number one matchup against Russ Cantor. Also now on the Trailblazers gets a revenge game against the Thunder. You had the Spurs beat the Nuggets, which I'm not surprised at all. I really think the Spurs could could come out of that matchup and beat the Nuggets. The Nuggets have to be the fake best team, one of the fakest best teams ever, finishing number two seed. And any time you go up against competition when it matters, you just shrivel up and shrink. <coughs> it's awful. And then in the Eastern Conference, you have Milwaukee beating handily, handling Detroit. Uh, Boston and Indianapolis, that's going to be a good series to watch. Indy was giving Boston all they could handle for about three quarters today. And then uh, Boston slowly started to pull away. Very low-scoring game. A lot of defense there, missed shots, whatnot. And then the two surprises coming out of the East, which I think is going to be very interesting, uh, the Brooklyn Nets took game one from the 76ers, and Orlando took game one from Toronto. Whew. So if Toronto loses to Orlando, Kawhi's gone. He's not coming yeah. back. If you're Toronto, you need to make the conference finals if you want if you want Kawhi to come back. I'm just saying that right now. Uh, I'm cheering for the Nets. This is an interesting team. It's a very, very interesting team. And you know what? The 76ers? There's a whole lot of drama going on there. I get it. What not? Uh, Game of Zones came on, came back on. Shouts out to Bleacher Report. They did a highlight on Jimmy Butler and what his offseason was like. It was very, very funny. But at the same time, I'm also burnt out on it, you know? So let's give the Nets a shot. Let's see Let's see what kind of shit they can stir. Because we're, we're under this assertion that it's going to be, or under this assumption that it's going to be the Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, or Raptors that have a chance at winning this out of the East. And two of those teams just dropped game one. And did not look good at all in in so in in dropping game one. So it'll be interesting to see how that happens. Your thoughts so far from from round one? Uh, I'm praying for you, Raptor fans. It's going to be a stressful series. I still think you're going to pull it out, but yeah, like you said, if they lose that, they're going to lose Leonard and everything. All the good vibes, all the positive energy about how this is different, especially with and LeBron's not even in your conference anymore, and he's gone. Yeah. Oh man, that's yeah. It's, it's like LeBron's gone. There's a weight off your shoulders. Now it should be easy, but then we realize, damn, there's actually a lot of talent in the Eastern Conference. Like not as much talent as there is in the West, but there's a good mix of talent, a uh, good pool of talent in the Eastern Conference that you should be paying attention to. I hope Anthony Davis goes to Brooklyn. Mm. I really hope Brooklyn gets one big guy. I, I love the way they've built this. Brooklyn, we go hard. We go hard. They're going hard for Anthony Davis? They, yeah, they, they should. They should go hard. That's a JC song, right? Good, that's what, Yeah, Brooklyn, we yeah, go hard. Yeah, okay. And cool. then you could tie it hard in the paint. Oh, okay. Basketball reference, bring back to Walter yeah. Flacco, even though it's more of an Atlanta thing. 
Oh, okay. So, yeah, sorry. Sorry, Hawks. You're not in the playoffs. You did not do well enough to even sniff the hey, postseason. but you got Ice Tray and a first-round pick, so. Yeah. yeah. Moral victories. Yay! Hey. Is Vince Carter coming back for his 20th season? Hope so! Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that'll do it for winners and losers. As the playoffs continue, man, I'm so excited. I just, for both the NHL and the Great NBA. Great month. Great month. It's an awesome month, but I don't know if it's the best sports month. I don't know. We'd have to... That would be that we'll debate on the next time you and I meet. Okay, mm-hmm. remember that. Okay. Don't forget it because I will. But don't remember. Don't forget. I'm gonna research. Don't and then forget, forget everything. Don't forget to remember that we have to look up what's the best sports month out of the year. The sports calendar. Okay. All right. Now it is time for the pop culture update. Are you are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. Fucking hope, I love it. Oh, it's a fucking hope, I love it. <laughs> Man, how's the mosh pit? Nick Lovin. Flan, Flan, how's the mosh pit? Oh, we just got hung up on because he got a mosh. What the hell? All right. Uh, so yes, that was Flan. Uh, it just doesn't matter, but we're still gonna talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. But yes, we picked up on Flan right there as he was in the middle of moshing at Coachella, and uh, in the spirit of sticking with Flan's Coachella, I just I I have to read this because it's popped up on my Twitter and, um, and. <laughs> It just made me laugh, man. It it and it really I actually started to think about it some more too. Um, Flanagan tweeted out. He said, oh, "I liked a lot of stuff on Twitter. Where did it go?" Flan is at Coachella. This is not this is not good radio at all. I I, I recognize this. Sorry, guys. Flan basically tweeted out that he said Coachella is. Oh, okay. Here we go. Coachella should be illegal because it's too much fun. And I said, I want to know what else would get banned for being too much fun. So humor me. What are some things that we think could get banned for being too much fun? Pillow fights. Pillow fights? Tickling, very, tickling very party? Oh, a tickling party for sure. Pillow, for multiple yeah, reasons. Yeah, because yeah, you can't get, too close. can't get too close with it. But um, yes, the tickling... Tickle, tickle fights are a no-go. Yeah, tickle fights. Uh, probably would... candy from strangers. Uh, it's always nice to get free stuff, mm. but that's a no-go. That's never good, especially if it comes in a windowless van. I uh, want to stay away from that. I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, other fun stuff that's so much fun it should be illegal. People consider surprises. I don't like surprises. Yeah, I'm right? Not a big some, surprise. some surprises are cooler than others, yeah. but it's like you popping out at me, I'm going to pop this fist in right. your face. All right? Surprise you be parties, jack-in-the-boxes, those type of things I don't like. Don't you scare me. All right, we're going to try and call him one more time, but we're going to continue talking. We're just going to see if he can give us an update on what's going on in the Festival of the Festival Flan is amazing. Festival Flan is an is a entire entire animal that you guys are just not, you don't even know. You know, I don't even know, to be completely honest, because I haven't been to, with Festival Flan. I just see what's on the outside and what he lets us what he lets us in with. So we'll see. Uh I don't think he's gonna pick up. He's in the middle of Mosh. He went he went almost all the way to voicemail last time we called him too. Yeah, I was surprised. I was like cool. I was like, damn, is that your voicemail? He's way too <laughs> I'm, I'm just busy out here, Mosh, bro. <laughs> leave, pick leave, up a message. leave a message. Yeah. Okay, he's not picking up. All right, thanks, Flan. All right, thank you for that update from Coachella. I I think he's only there for the one weekend. I don't think he's going back next weekend. Uh, next weekend's Easter, so he shouldn't. 
you know, never know what that guy. What's Kanye doing the Easter? Yes, he's doing a okay. Sunday service. Ooh. Sunday service. Big deal. All right. Uh, and then Game of Thrones debuts tonight. The season premiere, Flan had to make a decision. It was either Coachella or Game of Thrones, and he chose Coachella, which shows you how much he loves Game of Thrones, poser. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fraud. Yeah. Fraud. So I, I, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Uh, do you have anything for us on the pop culture update, Mateo? Oh, I like the way this segment's been done for like the what ten weeks I've been here, and now I'm like, oh shit, I'm on the spot. Yeah, right. We've uh, totally blown yeah, it. Yeah, Game of Thrones. It's um, just look at your Twitter, of, man. What's of, trending on Twitter? Lot of stuff from Game of Thrones. It's crazy. It's you know. Idris uh, Elba is DJing at Coachella, and it, yeah, the that, headline that, says it's proof that he can do anything. That's impressive, huh? Uh, basically, it's be, just about. It'd be it's so all- badass if he was James Bond, and he was. So if he got announced as James Bond, and then he's doing the DJ gig, like that'd be so cool. If he saw James uh, James Bond just spinning. It's oh, see, Flan should have picked up from us right now because if you get an airdrop request from Donald Glover at Coachella, so there cool. may be free shoes involved. Can you explain airdrop to me? Airdrop? I, I, oh, because you don't have an iPhone. Oh, so that's what it is. It's like Bluetooth sharing is what it is. Is It's like you turn on your airdrop, and I can send you a message without sending you a text message. I mean, I could send you a picture without sending it a message. You could just, I could just pick it out from my phone from my phone and send it over to yours, and you get it. Oh. It's a picture, a video, something. Oh. You could just airdrop shit. Learn something new. Yeah. Weezer brought out Tears for Fears and Chili from TLC oh, at Coachella. Oh, my goodness. Did, did you listen to that album? No, but the Tears for Fears shout is just you know how, – You know how part of my take does, does – uh, does um, Take On Me remixes all the time. Tears for Fears shout is my ultimate. I gotta find I gotta find stuff to mash it up with because I love it. The one mashup I've done very well so far, that the only one I've really got to hang my hat on, is Lil Wayne's Amelie lyrics over Florence and the Machine, Dog Days Are Over. Um, and it wor- and it mixes very well about until the two thirty mark. And it's just because I don't want to accelerate lyrics, I want it to flow naturally. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, so Tears for Fears, huge. I'm also a really big Flock of Seagulls fan. Yeah, I dig Flock of Seagulls. I ran so far. Oh, the, the Vice City music. Yep, that oh, was man. That, that was yeah. the best soundtrack. Um, Explain it to me because you're a big you're a big Star Wars guy now. Yeah, I was going to wear my Star Wars shirt. I completely But blanked. you didn't, so you ruined yeah, it. You ruined that. What a bummer. Uh, So the new Star Wars trailer got dropped, and I'm just curious. What the hell is going on in the Star Wars universe. Can nostalgia. You- JJ has brought back nostalgia. Nostalgia. Did you if you hated if you hated episode 8, well You're guess what? Ep- yeah, episode episode nine. 9 is completely a different movie. I I don't know where they're going with it. It's hard to figure it out. I think everybody's just happy that JJ after after uh, Ruin Johnson took over. I've completely turned on Last Jedi. I, I was supportive of it and now I'm like, god, that movie sucked. Is it uh is it basically is this one just basically like a Princess Leia origin story just letting us know what happened from the time that she got separated from Luke and became Princess Leia? Is that what's happening here? No. 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 Oh, okay, sorry. That No, they're, they're actually you no, know, they're actually trying to take the new characters and advance. I mean, the tough part is is uh spoiler alert, Luke's dead, Han's dead. And also, uh, Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher, actually died, too. Uh, so they're having all of that they have to kind of go around. So they're going to have to advance the storyline with with the cast that this is the last movie of this saga. You saw it. Right. There'll be yeah, another one. There'll be another money grab yeah, origin I mean, stories and all that bunch. good stuff. Because um, then you're going to have to do origin stories of the main characters from this saga. So, I mean, if they haven't done that already. Well, I mean, you, as they as we're starting to see with the Marvel Universe, I mean, if like if Daisy Ridley, if, if her career doesn't advance, like maybe in a year or two, maybe there is an origin story that pops up on the uh, Disney Plus app. or. Oh, God. 
I mean, that's so that's, that's where they can spin these. They things should just off. do a giant crossover. They should just do a Star Wars Infinity Wars. I, I kind of agree just with what bring Kevin, everybody back. I, I agree with what Kevin Smith said though. Is like we've become so cynical about this and we've become so critical about it. And I get where you come from that it's a cash grab. But for him, for where he was and for where I was in the '90s, it's like this is fucking cool. Like I get content every year. I mean, sure, I'm critical of it, but I get to feel like a kid again. And, I mean, mm-hmm. that's the power of nostalgia. That's just I, what you want. Yeah, exactly. And it's cool. I mean, if you, if you take it and you know how the, to appreciate it. It's, it's just I mean, I'm so disconnected from it, and that's yeah. my own fault because I just wasn't interested in it, man. Episodes one through six, I know. I'd have to rewatch again, but I, I have a baseline general understanding, actually a deeper, deeper understanding of one through six. Once the new one started to come out, you lost me. I watched the trailer for this, and I will say what's cool is there's Star Wars parkour. Like chick does a <laughs> chick does a backflip over what is um uh, uh, uh tie fighter oh, interceptor yeah. yep 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 Kylo's interceptor oh I mean and for me it's like Lando Lando showing up it's like oh my God Billy D's there who's the villain that's laughing at the end of the trailer spoiler alert. uh Palpatine mm. so Emperor oh wow yeah so at the, you saw Return of the Jedi or no. No. Yeah, I mean, what's tough too is like the movies came out in the eighties. What then, episode? Wait, what episode was that? Return of the Jedi. Uh, episode. It would be let's see, four, five, six. It'd be six. Oh yeah, I saw six. Okay, any like I said, so, any of the one through six okay, I saw. Yeah, so Palpatine was picked up and he was thrown down by Vader. Mm-hmm. Vader became good again. The good found light until he died. Until he died. Spoiler alert. Until uh, he died. I know. I got sorry, everybody out so there. So this is a Palpatine origin story. No, there's no, there's, it's no origin story. Honestly, I don't know what the, f- what the story is gonna be. How did so he didn't die? Is what it is. He used the, he used the see, evil see, force the, well, to stay up. See, this is the what dark we don't, side of well, the Well, we don't know. Some, I've, I've had one theory is that you know, since you can hear, um, you can hear Luke, you can hear um, o- Yoda, all these Obi Wan, you can hear Ben, that they, like, there's a dark side version of this that we've never seen. That the Emperor is there, his presence is there, his spirit is there, and he can talk to somebody like Cairo. Kylo, just like the the good the light side is. Oh, what if it's like an um, omnipotent force that's just a voice inside of his head? Yeah, I mean that's oh, yeah. So there, I mean there, there's I got chills that, right now. I mean I don't know. I, I hope it's just like a hovering hovering head, or maybe Jar 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 comes with with Palpatine's head. And he's what like, if he yeah, like Futurama? Where yeah, it's just that's like, I, that's hey, all I want. He ain't exactly dead like yet. <laughs> that's all I want is Futurama, uh, just a bunch of heads. All right. Well, there's no way that we could dismount even any better than that. So yes, look forward to the Star Wars Episode Nine. Back 10, in, thank you. That, whatever the hell it is. Good job, JJ. You got me back in. Mateo's happy. Fired up. Mateo's happy. That's all that matters. Mateo, do you have anything to say to the very nice people that take their time, that take their well-deserved free time, and listen to us blabber about this stuff? Oh, do I get to do it? What? With no flan here? No, is no, you just, yeah, I was uh, going to say, is there any you, announcement you, or anything? Oh, that you, oh, you want, want a plug? Say? Oh, okay. Uh, as always, uh, Oliver's own. I, Check on about Instagram. a beer. Yeah, yeah, got my beer every week. Mateo's Monday. I pick a beer once a week. Spoiler alert, what's the beer looking like? What are your choices for, for Monday? What beer might it be? What beer might it not be? Oh, it, it could either be um, a Great White or a Laughing Monk. It's probably going to be a laughing moment. Yeah, you don't, oh, I was going to say, you don't have to tell me. God, I, no, I'm not going to build it up. Okay. Well, the good news is that most people won't listen to this until tomorrow on the Monday. Yeah, they'll be, then they'll be the, surprised. The, maybe listen be to scrolling. it with the laughing monk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't know that until you got to the end of this. But yeah. here's hoping Here's hoping there's a serendipitous chance that you are sipping on a laughing monk while listening to this podcast. Eh? How about that? Yeah. 
What are the chances of that? What about you? What do you mean? Anything going on with you? I have to write a bunch of articles uh, because I, I stalled for the first half of the month, and I have to make sure that I meet a quota. So I'm going to be watching a lot of high school baseball towards the end of the month. See, I'm only doing like 20, 30 words. Do you ever go back and like I go through my Instagram posts just to see like, okay, what am I writing? You know, I, am I mimicking this? No, man, this these are like, these are are like seven to 800 word write-ups. About I know, but I mean, you never have any, any issues. I mean, with like things kind of being similar all, the way you write? All the time. All the time. It's just a matter of if I can spice it up, you know? Mm. It's just instead of... You know, I, it's kind of tough to explain. Um, but luckily, we're getting towards the end of the year with uh, postseason baseball going on, so that'll definitely just be one post. Is Hey, this is look what's going on in, in all these different... Uh, you know, look at what's going on in the NBL Oak and the NBL Redwood baseball, and then, hey, look what's going on in the NBL Oak and the NBL Redwood with softball. That'll be one article. And then... Uh, and then we got to follow. We got to go to a couple more games. With everything that you've started covering, is there any sport that you've enjoyed a little bit more from a coverage standpoint? I love basketball. I love watching basketball, covering basketball because I love watching basketball, and I'm just a huge basketball fan. But the easiest sport to cover by far is football because it's just let's pay attention. If there's, I mean, really the gist of it is I don't want to give away the goods here, but who scores? What kind of scoring play it was? Are there any turnovers? And then you'd make note of any other wacky shit that happens during the game. Like if somebody got penalized a bunch or something that you can roll with, you know, like, mm-hmm. hey, the theme of tonight's game was Montgomery got penalized 15 times because they couldn't stay on side or something like that, you know, just whatever it is. But, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, I will I will continue to plug those, shamelessly plug those as I do per usual. So just be on the lookout for those. Uh, other than that, you good? Yeah, I'm good. All right, I'm good too. All right, fantastic show. Thank you for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for having me. Putting on the big boy pants and co-hosting on yourself. Playing hurt. Yeah. Well, you see what kind of condition Flan was in. So clearly in no position to... uh, He'll likely get a week off, too. To partake. Uh, no, he'll be back on Wednesday. He better be back oh, yeah, on Wednesday because no show yeah. on Easter Sunday. Well, I won't, probably, won't say no show on Easter Sunday, but it's not looking too likely that we'll be back in a week from now. So Mateo will... most. I know for sure you won't be available on Easter, so we'll see you two weeks from now. Yep. And then um, well, the jury's still out on if we're going to do an Easter show. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but, yeah. To the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go have positive energy. Oh, change up. Until next time. Peace. That's the tip of the ice. That's the tip of the ice. That's the tip of the ice. Fuck it, they wanna be nice. Fuck it, don't wanna be nice. I'm too smooth, you can't touch this like an edge of a knife. That's the tip of the iceberg. That's the tip of the ice. That's the tip of the iceberg. That's the tip of the ice. Fuck it, they wanna be friends. At me on snapping the gram. I got a tummy chucky feel, little homie. Get as close as you can. I'ma get off. Soon as homie coming, clocking, I don't go. I get paid, I'm fully locked in, I'm the goo. I don't see no other option, build a move. Cause I'm about to rock my Crocs through the moves. Ay, coming in hot, throwing her nigga, you ready or not? Getting a slippery hickory dock and your bitch in my whoop. Cell phone, please don't crash and burn. Ay, to my best concern, ayy. She on sale for gold, I guess my ship somehow won't turn. Look where we headed, headed. My chick breaded, my deep fried game Popeyes. Got the key to my self esteem, guess that's why we done locked eyes. Open browser, my shit shell. Gas prices on one dog. I'm gone, so it's fuck y'all. She offline, and it's one star. Offline, and my DMs be buzzing.
wasn't on some slick shit I'm in town, let's kick it Her tits fake, she took lift Uber everywhere, my shit like 20 freaking dollars Please remind me, sink my vocals Princess at the tower, that's at the tip of the ice 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 Fuck it, they wanna be nice Fuck it, they wanna be nice I'm too smooth, you can't touch this Like an edge of a knife That's at the tip of the iceberg That's at the tip of the ice that's at the tip of the iceberg, that's at the tip of the ice Fuck it, they wanna be friends, at me on snapping the grin I got a tummy chuck, you feel little homie, get as close as you can I'ma get Grammys like a plastic couch, y'all try shoot a grouch Damn, I came up hydro, why the try made me sprout Ooh, I'ma go swerve on Berg, might sing threes on Bird LX might fly coach, you can get popped like Spurs I'm too tall, don't reach my nigga, that's cookie jar before sub I'ma be next on deck, my code and you look Stay off boat, you wait, bro In booth like a trade show We won't crash and die, impossible If Captain Saber, that's the tip of the ice That's at the tip of the ice That's at the tip of the ice That's at the tip of the ice Fuck it, they wanna be nice Fuck it, they wanna be nice I'm too smooth, you can't touch this Like an edge of a knife That's at the tip of the iceberg That's at the tip of the ice That's at the tip of the iceberg That's at the tip of the ice Fuck it, they wanna be friends At me, you snapping the grin I got a tummy chuck, you feel little homie, get as close as you can. I'ma get off. I said it last year, 